0: Ba, 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 intro ba, ba. music oh, wait, that's not it what <laughs> He's no good to me dad intro ba, ba, ba. music ba, 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 intro ba, ba. music about hunting is a complicated profession
1: there it is. There it is. You know, we might need to update that uh, that intro music a little bit because it's all Mando uh, centric, and we, yes. we got to add some Book of Boba sort of we stuff definitely, going on. But well,
0: we have uh, we have McClunky in there. That's true. That is that that does kind of tie back, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, but, it does. Uh,
1: we are back once again, and it's an exciting Bantha Milk podcast because Finally. because we have some new live action yes. content. To talk Very about exciting today. new live
0: action content.
1: Yeah, so uh, once again, Bantha Milk Podcast coming at you uh, from Bantha Milk headquarters.
0: Ban- we're both again, in Bantha Milk headquarters in the same room. Rob, how are we you are. feeling? I am much better than last episode. So, uh, for those of you listening listening on the podcast, um, there was a recording episode fifty two we recorded on YouTube had a horrible echo. Yeah, sorry um, about that. So we not, perfect, up, guys. not getting it up on to the podcast because it was bad and I didn't feel like spending seven hours cutting out every single time I talked from one feed to put the other feed on there. So now we're trying it again. This is episode 53. So if you are wondering what happened to 52. So what, um, what's
1: great is when we're going to be like. Like huge mega famous, that episode fifty two will be like the lost episode, the
0: lost episode, and like we
1: can we can really create demand and and drive like we can just like record it and and put it onto a USB stick and leave it somewhere. That's right, and we can have a mad uh, Star Wars esque scavenger hunt. So find the um, lost episode,
0: Dan from supreme taco taco he keeps yes he uh he goes to disneyland a lot he lives in san diego drives up to la goes to disneyland a lot he keeps posting pictures on his uh supreme taco uh, facebook page he puts a dime or i think it was a dime on top of a windowsill on main street and then takes a picture of the window and says this is where the dime is if you stop by, let me know if it's still there, which is pretty neat. Sure. So we can do that with a USB stick. I like We'll put that. a USB stick up on top and say, if you can find the lost episode- It proves that you were really It proves that listening. you were really there. So I we're like gonna, it. So we're going to do that all, uh, in Disneyland. So all we need now is for us to first download the show onto a USB stick, and then second, go to Disneyland, which is clear across the country. So uh, let's go. Start driving.
1: Yeah, but it's it's the weirdest thing that uh, we haven't gotten uh, our Patreon check uh, for for our... We've been talking about our Patreon and, <laughs> right. and people donating to it to get us to go out to these places. Yes. I don't think the, the check has come in the mail or something yet. It's just the strangest thing. It is anyway, the strangest thing, yeah. Maybe maybe our fans need like a refresher. Like maybe, maybe. Maybe we need to tell them where they can donate all this money to us so and where let's, they can interact with let's us.
0: let's do that, Nick. Why don't you start by telling them um, all about all of our... Uh, Everything here we go.
1: Hey, if you're interested in more Star Wars info, want to chat, or even want to send us some Star Wars drink recipes, please be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Banthamilk Podcast, Twitter at Banthamilk. You can email us at Banthamilk Podcast at gmail.com, or even check out our website BanthamilkPodcast.com. Podcast.com.
0: And don't forget to check out our sister podcast over at the Ears Up Network. Our friends over over at Ears Up help us a whole lot. So give them and their many shows a listen. Their shows include Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, The Supreme Resort, and Scraping the Vault. Also be sure to check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash ears with a Z up. For as little as $2 a month, you can help support our show. Any donations sent their way directly help us here at bantam Milk Podcast. And comes with great perks. So please, check them out today.
1: I'm not going to lie, I'm a little proud of the... Uh the the segue I made into that. It it was very smooth. It was very smooth. It was very Uh, very we do have to add to that um, our 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 sacred Jedi Texts Facebook group. Right. We have our our Facebook group that is more active now than ever because we again we've got stuff to talk about finally. We've got new Star Wars content. So please check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash sacred jedi. Texts. yep
0: and it's a private group but all that means is that you just have to answer questions and then you're allowed in so join yeah. us yeah you if you answer Please the questions
1: right you're allowed in if you' if you answer them wrong you're still allowed in uh, but we need to come up a punishment for that that's right maybe <laughs> maybe you
0: have you get the the rank of porg there oh yes that would Ooh. be a good one porg. Speaking of poor, you already tapped into your banter oh, yeah. so I did not we, we yet. We spent
1: about 30 minutes before this trying to figure out our technical issues, as we always do. So, yeah, yes, I had to crack into my uh, Wild Turkey 101 that I got for Christmas. Just a nice bottle of Wild Turkey 101. Uh, what do you got today, Rob?
0: Uh, I'm going back to an old favorite, Founders All Day IPA, because it's a, it's a light IPA. It's almost like a—oh, there oh, we go. I that I was a good one. I that, yeah. I know.
1: Whoa! Oh, no, Rob! Uh, that was good. You catch it? Catch most of it? I'm going to watch. See, I'm actually uh, watching the stream. I caught most of it. <laughs> I'm watching the stream on my computer, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to get to see the... Oh, <laughs> so Rob's got to go clean himself off a little bit. He had a little bit of an all-day IPA uh, explosion. Um, I'm actually watching the, the playback on YouTube right now because I know what's about to happen. Again, this is like Spaceballs, <laughs> right? Know. Rob, Rob, don't worry. It's...
0: Oh, no, Rob, watch yourself. It's
1: about to... There it goes. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Fun
0: Mine, uh, uh, mine's a little delayed from yours also. So I just watched myself jump up out of the frame oh, to, uh, to keep yep. it off of me. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's funny. Rob, Rob
1: has got his all day IPA is yes. his bantha milk. We, we invite you all mm. to crack a bantha milk yourself. Uh, as we chat about, unless you're
0: driving. Yeah, right. Don't drink it, and yeah, drive. I guess
1: there's a lot of people who listen to podcasts while they drive, right? Yeah. Um. So don't do that. No. Right? Or
0: in the morning. I don't know how many people like to drink in the morning. I mean, but... uh, uh, listen.
1: If it's a weekend and you got some mimosa and you want to yeah. sit in your backyard and and play some bantha milk while you while you watch the sun, uh, diddle about the sky. Sure. Then you're more than welcome. Otherwise, if you're driving, maybe just wait till you get home to crack. Wait till you get bantha home. Milk.
0: Yeah. Don't don't drink with us while you're driving, please. No. That will be bad. No. But in the meantime. In the we, meantime, we had
1: we had ourselves quite the episode. So, so we sure did. Today we are talking about uh, the the very premiere of a brand new piece of Star Wars work. It well, is before we do of- that, okay. I just
0: want to talk on. about two things in the room that you haven't seen yet. Now, okay. the people who were with us for the oh, that's right, eight minute preview that. Uh, Came up, and you, can then out you can check that out on YouTube. I'm sure there's
1: like a there's like a little tiny video. We'll maybe leave that out there as like a blooper video.
0: So I started making my own um, Rebel pilot helmet here out of foam um, because I want to get into the 501st, and I want the 501st to laugh at me when I show them my foam helmets that I can make. But the good thing is, it's at least teaching me how to you know construct stuff and use some of these products and things like that that they would need. When you buy the better stuff, and you have to sand things down, and blah blah blah, whatever. So I made Rob had an accident. <laughs> so um, so I made this out of foam. It's fun. Uh, I got some. Bondo on here so far this whole helmet so far cost me like 20 bucks to make but it's been hours of fun making it. I had no plans other than I used the same basic uh, helmet mold that I used for my Mandalorian helmet over there and then just looked at pictures to figure out how to make this look very similar to what I saw in the pictures. Um, The top part here is is like sticking out more and I made the little uh, ear cups here and then the big thing on top whatever i don't even know what any of those things are called but i made all this so that was fun and then this should rob keep growing the beard <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um, we're, we're pulling the masses we are pulling the masses and then this is this is fun nick do you remember we did an article on a guy who owned a thrift shop in like ohio or something like that where he had all these old paintings and then sure, he sort yes.
1: of, and he started Star Wars-izing eyesing them. He right? started
0: Star Wars. Yes. Can you look over your uh, right shoulder, please?
1: Oh my gosh! How did I not see this when I walked in here? <laughs> I was waiting I for liter- you at
0: some point to say
1: something. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just have been sitting here, and I had okay. So if if you're if you're in the YouTube, right, and you want to go ahead and just take a look over my right shoulder here. Uh, so did you make your own here?
0: I made my own. Yes. That looks great. So thanks. Uh, so down the street, somebody is uh, moving out and had all their junk sitting out on the curb. And uh, my wife and I were walking the dogs and we walked past and I was like, oh, I want to grab that dumb painting of a fox and a duck or swan or whatever, geese, goose, goose. I think it's a duck
1: of some sort. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe a heron. No, maybe. not a heron. I don't a capon, perhaps? <laughs>
0: capon. I don't know. Um, a porg, a flying maybe, port. maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I can do. I can put little porgs oh, down on the bottom there. Yeah, maybe, maybe just yeah. flying around there. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So before you came over today, printed out a couple of pictures of uh, of Tie Fighters, and glued them down to. It's just a print, so I don't even feel too bad about it. But it is signed and it's numbered. That's number two seventy seven out of what? What does that say? Nine fifty. Nine fifty. Yeah. So somebody made nine hundred and fifty prints of this fox and duck. And uh it's Edward Beerley. Sorry about that, Ed. Edward Beerley, I just Star Warized your painting. So there we go. So I wanted to talk about that before we got into why we're actually here, which is Star Wars News, right? No. No. The no, Book not. of Boba Fett came out today.
1: Yeah, premiere, grand Premier. premiere of the book of Boba Fett. Uh Star Wars is, I guess, what would this be their second live action television show now? Right, Mandalorian the on book of Boba on Disney Fett.
0: Plus. Yes, what else? What I mean, ones? not in the, in the '80s. They had those Ewok right, m- mini movie I mean, we're, we're things. Gonna,
1: we're not gonna,
0: yeah, we're gonna go Come ahead. And on. I mean, they those they had exist. Wilford Brimley was in one of them. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. I mean, <laughs> that's 100 percent right. You're taking credit away from Wilford Brimley. Sorry, Wilford. Yeah. So, yeah. So, their second one, uh the book of Boba Fett.
1: Yeah, chapter 1, which was Stranger in a Strange Land.
0: Stranger in a Strange Land. So,
1: uh again, Rob and I uh have a w- a-, a way we do things, and number one that way is we don't talk about it before we talk about it, right? right. Like our, we we have this podcast, why would we waste the good juice mm-hmm. before we even get here, right? Yeah. So, we haven't chatted about it. Uh I haven't even asked him if he liked it, what he thought, what were the good things, bad things, right? So, Ready to go into a nice, fresh little chat here. Obviously, folks, I know it's been almost a year since we've done this. Yeah. Um, there there might be some mild spoilers as we discuss exactly what happened in this next spoiler episode. alert. <laughs> so, if you have not seen Chapter One, "Stranger in a Strange Land" of the Book of Boba Fett, maybe press pause. Go maybe, watch it. Maybe go watch it, and uh, while when you're done, you can come right back, and my my lovely voice will be here and. And I want to know that you actually came back. So when you come back, the password is uh, Ewoks are better than porgs. Are better than uh, yeah, (laughs) Ewoks are better than porgs, right? Let me know. Let me know that you actually came back, right? But either way, we will continue now Mm -hmm. and discuss, right? So Rob, let's let's just talk. Maybe first of all, overall impressions. What do you think?
0: So overall impressions. um, Well, and also on according to IMDb, there's only seven episodes.
1: Yes, I had heard that in the first season. I, in the first season, I think this is because I know Obi Wan's going to be a limited series. Right. I think this is a serialized, uh, multi-season work, which is yeah. ex- exciting to me. But yeah, only seven.
0: So it goes. This is going back to what we've discussed before about how we were disappointed with the Mandalorian being so short, being thirty-minute episodes, being only eight episodes long. Right. Uh, but then we also were like, okay it kind of makes sense it's like a four-hour movie um so that way it's it's better than what a two-hour wood movie movie would be because it's a four-hour movie so they're able to get more information out to you make a better story because it's longer um but i mean i'm used to uh National television, NBC sitcoms, you know, CBS sitcoms, whatever that are thirty something, thirty se- sure. something episodes long. Right. Really wish Disney could make longer episodes, longer seasons.
1: Yeah, it's I, I, th- it's got to be like a budget thing, right? Because yeah. like we're getting twenty four season episode, season long, like The Bad Batch. Right. Um, but we're not getting that because because they're going. I mean, and they did it again. Obviously, they're going for movie level cinematography and yeah. stuff, um and big budget stuff. And they are, but like it's Disney. You're yeah. telling me even, Disney can't yeah. fork up more money I mean, to have a fifteen episode fifteen uh episode season. Yeah. But to be fair, even like things like to Better be fair, Call oh. Saul right. and stuff like that are going down to like a ten
0: episode sort yeah. of
1: an arc. But I think Better Call Saul is like a fifty five minute sort
0: of <laughs> Yeah, they're they're like an hour long show. Yeah. So yeah. Um now this and, one was forty eight minutes, but well thirty eight minutes. Thirty eight. Thirty eight minutes. And okay. the last like six were uh, uh credits. Right. So as always. As we, always, yeah. So because about they include
1: the credits on literally like every production team, so like every language they translate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, Disney uh and, and uh Star Wars very long credits.
0: So but I I, I appreciate the fact that they and uh John Favreau said this in the first Mandalorian, they're gonna make the episodes long enough to tell the story. Sure. So if it's 38 minutes, if it's 24 minutes, if it's 46 minutes, they're going to, to tell the story and make it long enough for that. So I like that. Right. Um, so 38 was, was an odd number, but whatever. It was what it was. Uh, other than that, I liked it. There was a lot of backstory. Now, Timu Morrison, we reported last week on the uh, Lost episode that he said he doesn't want to tell too much about the second half of the episode because a big reveal will be made. Uh, I guess he must have meant the second half of the chapter. Of the chapter, right? of because, chapter one. Because this, this was chapter one,
1: part one? Maybe? No, this
0: was just chapter one. Yeah, mm-hmm. And next week is called chapter two. So okay. somewhere in the second half of this episode was a huge reveal. Now, I don't know if the huge reveal was that he survived. I mean, that's that's kind of a given at this point. I think we learned <laughs> so, that before the episode aired.
1: Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, um, that is... Uh, there, and that is kind of like... And and maybe we can talk, a, we can talk about it now, because like... There was a lot of hype around The Mandalorian after the first episode came out, and I think that hype came from the twist. right? It was a great show. It had a lot of tropes, but Baby Yoda made us go, oh my gosh, what's going on?
0: Right, because we were looking for a 50-year-old... Right. Character. Whatever. Enemy. And then we see... We see a this, 50-year-old we've baby. We've never
1: seen a, uh, another alien like on screen like Yoda. Right. And all of a sudden, we know he's a baby. So like we had this hook, this, what is that? The mystery that people were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I thought this episode was great. I really enjoyed it. I think it's going interesting ways. But it didn't have that. It's not going to have people talking about something. Right. there wasn't, next there, week until yeah. next week. Yeah, there wasn't. And there's nothing that Disney can sell yet. There's no little little doll they can send us yet.
0: Except. Uh, the puppy? The, the mantis or whatever? The, the uh, massive. Massive. Massive, that's massive what it is. yeah. Um, no, but when they go to the, I was going to say casino, when they go to the one club right. that the female Twi'leks is the owner of, there were a whole bunch of droids in there. Right. Uh, droids with uh, like R2 units, but instead of having them round the tops, they had the pointier tops. Sure, sure. They looked very similarly designed to me to the droids that you can make in Disney. When you go to Disney World or Disneyland, there's a whole droid factory thing that you can go make your own uh, radio control droids. And the color schemes were very similar to that. So when I saw that, it made me laugh and think, oh, Disney put their hands in on this and said, make sure that some droids in there have these colors on it. Sure. Uh, there's another droid in there. Um which also from Disney World. You, uh, I don't know if you ever rode on Star Tours or not, no. but on Star Tours, the Star Tours used to have a pilot uh, on RX Droid that was the original pilot. When they redid it and have C-3PO as your pilot now, they took Rex out, and Rex is now in Olga's Cantina. He's now DJ Rex, um, but he was in that casino as well, in that in that bar as well. Uh, He was the one that was like dealing the card game or whatever it was, but that that was DJ Rex or DJ RX. Um, So while they don't have the baby Yoda yet to sell, I think, especially in that scene, there was a bunch of little things that were like, oh, for the kids that want to build a droid in Disney, they can build one that was in Boba Fett. Right. Sure. Now, I don't know how many kids that are going to be building the droids want to build the exact same one, but adults go and want to build droids also, so they're probably going to want to build the droid from there. Sure. So maybe. Um, but I did like the episode. Yep. Uh, I like the the dual storyline of this first episode with the flashbacks, and I like how they did the flashbacks and the dream sequences. Yeah. And uh, it, it I mean, we can kind of start at the beginning and, and kind of move yeah. through here. So I, I have um, a rundown. Of
1: course you do. That's of course what, that's I do. That's what Rob does, yep. right? Uh, I do have a quick shout-out here. Excuse me, Maureen and Dan, uh, two friends of mine, and two actually uh, former students' parents who are who are listening right now. So oh, excellent, uh, thank you. Hello, happy to have you here. Yes, uh, welcome to, to the madness that is Banthymog podcast. Um, so, Book of Boba Fett, we start uh, oddly
0: enough. On Tatooine. And we stay the whole time on Tatooine. Yeah, we don't really we don't really, go really leave Tatooine. We get at some all.
1: flashes of other places, yeah, but so, no, Tatooine is where uh,
0: it's at. It's interesting. In the opening scenes, they have pictures of of uh, Jabba's palace, and it's almost like uh like after closing time, like there's nobody there. Yeah, whole bunch of empty scenes, and then they go the, upstairs. The chairs are flipped. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> so there's a droid that's like sweeping yep. up. <laughs> uh, there's two people waiting at the door because they left their keys inside. They yep. can't figure out, you know, whatever. Um, and Someone then we wait for their Uber. Waiting for their <laughs> Uber. Yeah. Come on. Where is this guy? Uh, and then they go upstairs, and you see, uh, which this is something that I wanted to talk about. You see Boba in the back of the tank. Yes. Um, which is, you know, going back to Luke Skywalker going back to vader. Finn, vader all these people who've been in back a to tank a lot tanks. of back to tank imagery for yeah. sure. So yeah, so we, we see we see the back to tank uh one other thing before we get to that the throne chair that Boba Fett sits in. Yes. The writing all over it it says Boba Fett over and over again, which is really? interesting. Yeah, because we saw Bib Fortuna sitting in it. Hmm. So question, did Boba Fett make it give it to Jabba and they just had it in storage?
1: Or maybe Bobo moved in and he just carved his name, or had someone carve his name yeah. into it. I
0: don't know, but it it says Boba Fett over and over and over again. Interesting. So then he's in, uh, back to the the back to Tang. So we yeah, see him in the back to Tang. the
1: back to is where he has all of his flashbacks. Right. So anytime that's... he's having flashbacks to pretty much anything, whether it be the 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 kind of timeline that we follow, or else uh, in this first one we have a flashback to Camino. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we have a couple flashbacks. To com- we have a Camino and Genosis, right? So we yes. we, we get a, a shot of you know where Boba grew up, you know, and where he spent most of his life, and uh, then we get a little shot of him caressing what I can only assume is his father's decapitated head inside of that helmet.
0: So when they showed that scene, all I could think of was that meme that yes. you sent Plop. of <laughs> his head falling out of the helmet, and I'm watching it and I'm going. Where's his
1: head? My only guess is that the lightsaber somehow cauterized the neck onto the sides. So it just kind of stayed in there. So it
0: melted it into the helmet. But then if it melted it, it's the same. It's his his helmet, I'm pretty sure. He took his dad's armor and painted it. Yeah. Right. He took his dad's armor. So and So he would have it.
1: had to gouge out the sides, like you know how, like, ew, yeah,
0: ew, gross.
1: Yeah. Anyway, gross. we're getting a little graphic here, but anyway, so we that have the flashbacks is, yeah. to Genosis. We have the flashbacks to Camino, um, and then we have our big flashback that pretty much everyone's been waiting for, uh, the which Scar-lac was the Sarlacc pit. pit yeah. Right. So um,
0: how does he get out of the
1: Sarlacc pit? So and I'm glad they didn't they didn't dwell on it too much. It didn't nope. need to be some crazy like, oh, he. He found that stormtrooper and then he put on his suit and he convinced the Sarlacc that he answered his riddles three, you know, no. It didn't have to be this long thing, you know, it's just he 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 found some air, he he used his fire and he he crawled his way out.
0: So back to what I was tracking in the first season of Mandalorian. We got our first fire flamethrower. 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 Oh yeah. You know <laughs> Dave alert. Filoni and, and John Favreau
1: can't go ten minutes in a Star Wars in a, anything with Star Wars, I guess, without a flamethrower. Without thrower. a flamethrower. So but, there we go. But it's what all of us have been waiting for uh-huh. since we were kids watching Boba Fett is just show me more flamethrower. I see it on his wrist.
0: Yep. Give it to me. Give it to me. So uh. <laughs> so there's been multiple different stories uh, in legends now right. of how he escaped. Yeah. But yeah the the books that I read, he used he uh, used the, the rocket launcher on his jetpack right. to blow it up from the inside. Right. In the comics, 1996, a bear like that comic book, Boba psychically communicates with another Skarlacc victim, tricking the beast into dominating his still-attached jetpack on the other victim. Boba then throws grenades to blast his way free. In the Book of Boba Fett, the swallowed bounty hunter simply ignites the Skarlacc's inner using his flamethrower. So, in the comics, he communicated with the scarlack He chatted with him. He chatted with him.
1: Right. Hey, hey dude, can you like this this hurts. This yeah. burns a little. Can you maybe let me go?
0: In the books that I read, he uh used he the jet rocket and launcher. rocket launcher yeah. and launched himself out of Which it. Which I
1: wish he did more this time cuz there were several times in this episode where he I'm could like, have he used the jetpack, brother. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll get to we'll that. Get to that. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: I was like, uh jetpack? Yep. Um so yeah. So this one, so this is cool like and uh, instead he just, you know, burns the thing to death with his flamethrower. Well, so. it, it kind of brings a couple
1: things about... Number one, it the whole episode kind of highlighted Boba's transformation. Like, when he is in, you know, Return of the Jedi times, he's still Boba Fett, the bounty hunter, and, like... When he fights, and I knew when it when we saw the Sand People and talk about that, I knew that there was going to go through some transformation because when we see him in the Mandalorian, we see him with a gaffy stick. Yeah. Um, so like you know he everything about this kind of episode is like all right introducing the fact that I am different now than I'm going to be, and these two flashbacks are different people. You know right? right. We have the present day Boba mm-hmm. and the the, the Boba. That just got dumped in the sarlacc, and they're two different people. Yes, one is one one probably went through a whole bunch of stuff in that five years or whatever. Right. Um. So I think a lot of this season is going to be exploring that and how he changes and how he his time with the sand people. Yes, has changed his his perspective. Yeah, and we we get a lot of that going on, and I'll talk about that as well. Yes. So Um, when he
0: escapes the
1: sarlacc pit, first of all, when he's in the sarlacc, that's pretty. they, They made that pretty terrifying that was yeah. like really claustrophobic uh-huh. they really gave the sense of like you yeah. can't move and you could hear the yeah there was like a and and aside from that like every you saw like the smoking of whatever acids were the acids
0: the, burning off his armor and stuff and, and i don't 100 percent understand how that stormtrooper was there
1: because so, there weren't stormtroopers on the sail barge. No. So, this so was, he must have been there from before, but he's right. already down there. So how did he get so far
0: down? Do you think that maybe they just get down to a point? They probably, and yeah. And that's it? And then they just sit at that point. Until and then, you die? Until then, Yeah, until the acids erode everything so away. So maybe,
1: maybe like two days before that, Jabba found some stormtroopers that angered him, and he was like, all right.
0: Yep, there so thereby showing that Jabba and the Empire didn't always get along.
1: Which makes sense, too, right? Because we see that there is a some sort of relationship between the crime lords and local government.
0: Yes, I like that
1: scene. That's a fun scene. Um, um, by the way, uh, Avengers Hockey is saying that we should test out my... Uh, my uh, cauterization uh theory okay. using
0: your uh, mando helmet. Oh, you, sure. You well, you pull I, out I'll the cut lightsaber. Off your head. Get the lightsaber. You <laughs> <laughs> have to do it with a lightsaber though. Oh. So well, if that's, you don't have a lightsaber, the then I'm out. Uh, sorry, yeah.
1: sorry Avengers Reese It was uh, a good see here too. Reese says Sarlac guts are quite yucky. Thanks for joining us, Gr- Reese. Nice to see you, man. But yeah, yeah, he didn't have a good time in that belly. No,
0: no, not at all. Um But he punches his way out. He right? punches his way out and then we see in the background Jabba's barge is sitting at the edge of it still after they blew everything yeah, up.
1: All sorts of
0: all sorts of decrepit, and, and decrepit. yeah.
1: So, I wonder how long he was down there. Right? Cuz I had to kind of remind myself during all the flashback scenes like this is like while this is happening like Luke's probably on Endor or something or right. like, you know, they're the so I I wonder if we'll see at some point in these flashback scenes a shift and on because Tatooine's in you know the outer reaches and the uh, like they don't really get what's going on in galactically until well after right so I'm wondering if maybe towards the end of the season we'll see oh the Empire fell and something we'll start to see some of those repercussions could be
0: because when we're seeing present day the Empire has the they're using Republic coins right because
1: we're five years post Empire at this point right yeah I didn't even notice the coins they used. The coins, yeah, the coins had little Rebel
0: logos on them and the helmet and stuff like that, yeah. Interesting. So, um, something else that um, Screen Rant noticed was uh, Book of Boba Fett retcons a George Lucas special edition change. Now, I don't know if they really retconned it or if it's just because the thing is now dead, but... When George Lucas redid the special edition in the Sarlacc pit, it had this like mouth in the middle, like right, the
1: yeah, the little beak,
0: beak that right. came out. So in this, when he comes out, you don't see the beak anymore. Now it could be because he burned the thing to death, and the beak just falls down. Or maybe the
1: beak is retractable, right? So it doesn't spend
0: all of its time out. It just out, feeds yeah. out, yeah. So Almost like you
1: know how an octopus has that little beak, mm-hmm. maybe it just kind of sits at the bottom and then it can.
0: it. Yes. Do, I don't know. That's that's what I'm thinking. I'm my, thinking it was something along those lines. So yeah.
1: uh, another shout out, my my, my boy Brendan uh, is also in the chat. Uh, Got to get them hogs in. Is all I'm going to say to my friend Brendan out there. Okay, uh, Brendan. Nice to see you, Brendan. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your fellow cheese cats to to, to follow follow me here. Uh, we we have a, a decent uh, amount of people watching us. Uh, welcome, one and all. Just as a, if you are catching us live, right? We are we are breaking down the book of Boba Fett, episode number one. Numero uno. Uh, chapter number one, A Stranger chapter. in a Strange Land. And so far, uh, not much has happened, because we no. haven't gotten that far, because we banter a lot.
0: We do a lot of bantering. Uh, um, but yeah, he's made, he's made his way out. He made his way out, and then he's laying there in the hot sun. And Jawas come by and save the day. Yes. Well, as, as
1: it, What's funny, too, is in every... I, I think Dave Filoni and John Favreau really, like... Ewoks.
0: I Because yeah. their
1: big thesis so far between these two shows is don't mess with Ewoks. Or Jawas. Or Jawas. I'm sorry. Jawas, 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 yeah. Right, because, you know, whatever. Yes. Jawas, Jawas will mess your day up. Jawas little, will mess your day they, up. You think like, you know, you see him and you think about uh, Spaceballs, dink dink. <laughs> dink, 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 dink. But then they'll, they'll, they'll put you on your ass They and sure you're will. in trouble. They um, just
0: stripped his armor, uh, but they left his boots on. They did. They did. They left those Good boots it. on. It was nice. It, it was, was nice the, of them. The
1: sands of Tatooine are pretty hot. Yeah,
0: I'd imagine. Yeah. Tucson's. sons. I've
1: walked uh, on the Jersey Shore from the, the uh, over the dunes. Okay. And some, you know, as a kid, I grew up at the beach, and I, I I know that feeling of bravado where you go, I can make it to the beach barefoot.
0: And then you're like, oh gosh, yeah. I tried to play uh play volleyball one time in Ocean City. Um, they have a uh, beach courts on. The left side of the boardwalk, the ocean is on the right. The beach courts are on the left side. And uh, nobody ever goes there and, uh, you know, whatever. You step down on that sand. We all went to the dollar store on the boardwalk to buy socks. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that we could play in socks. Sure. So, yeah. So yep, thank goodness they, they let him keep his shoes on. Otherwise, the bottom of his feet would be blistered.
1: Another thing that made me laugh during this whole scene of him them dragging him through the, the desert, basically. Uh, I don't know if you uh, recall the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Ivan Ooze. Okay. I don't remember Ivan Ooze. Okay. But... So, uh, to, to those of you who are not uh, as plugged into 1990s pop culture as I was uh, as an 11-year-old child. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say. I was very <laughs> into the 90s. Those of, the you, 90s, who are, those I of was, you who in the 90s were maybe more into Nirvana than Power Rangers. Yeah, I was into Nirvana. <laughs> I wasn't into the yeah. Power Rangers in um, the 90s. So, yeah. Uh, during this movie Zordon who is like the the big like mentor of them all this big head in a big like chamber he gets damaged and so he like he turns out to be just this weird ugly looking bald dude okay uh, and this is exactly what Boba Fett looks like <laughs> during this scene. he's just he's like pasty white yeah all bald and he's in this weird jumpsuit yeah
0: like, like a like a white like, like a onesie. Under, almost like under underwear yeah like, like a one onesie underwear. like an old timey underwear like from the 1920s right with a with a, <laughs> a flap in the back so that he can sit down on the toilet <laughs> and um, and for
1: half the episode this crime lord slash the the uh, character that we all thought was the most B.A. person in the world for 30, 40 years yes. is is just being dragged around the desert in a onesie. In a onesie. <laughs> in,
0: his, in his underwear onesie, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, which uh,
1: which also kind of harkens back to, I. there was like a news article that came out this week wherein one of the original creators of Boba Fett was criticizing the direction of the character. Okay. Because they he said, oh, if it were up to me, I would never have removed the helmet because the helmet adds such... OK, mystery and complexity. And I say, bite me because <laughs> it's like I, I get what you're saying. But like this is Star Wars is an alive thing now. You know what I mean? Right. It's a living sort of yeah. there's new stories being created and added. It's the fan base wants backstory. We yeah. want to know who's yeah. behind. So like, yeah, I, I guess to a certain point, it's like Oh, that's but like the point of a show about Boba Fett is we want to know more about this interesting and enigmatic character that we've known for all these years. Uh, I guess his theory would be you shouldn't know more about him,
0: which is like... Right. And also, uh, um, I guess maybe... I don't know. I mean, because now we recognize Timo Morrison as Boba Fett, where he was the voice of all the clones, so of course he's going to be Boba Fett... Um, But we had Jeremy Bullock as Boba Fett. We had um, uh, the guy that we had on the show with three first names. He was Boba Fett for one episode. Um, There were stunt people who were, you know, characters as Boba Fett as well. Right. So I I guess what he's trying to say is like, you know, Boba Fett is, is above a actual person. Right. So, whatever. But I uh, I don't mind it. Me neither. I don't mind that he takes his helmet off. I'd rather see his face and know that Timo Morrison is actually doing it rather than with the Mandalorian where it could be anybody who has the same build as um, whatever the Mandalorian's real name is. What's the guy? Din Djarin. Yeah, but not Din. What's Din Djarin's? Um, oh,
1: uh, oh, wow. That's going to annoy me. Uh, are you looking it up? Yeah, I have to. Okay. That's going to annoy you. Pedro Pascal. Pedro wow. Pascal. How did, that, how did yeah. that not come to me? Um, I have to do a quick chat again. My dad's apparently watching. My dad doesn't even... So, Dad, if you're watching right now and you haven't watched... Uh, he he did watch The Mandalorian. Okay. But uh, I don't know that he's watched The Book of Boba Fett. Dad, go watch... Uh, you have my Disney Plus login. Go watch The Book of Boba Fett.
0: <laughs> the, the login for all of you, the rest of you listening... That's right. A- so, uh, along
1: with my, my ATM pin... And- <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so we were talking about the episode. Yes. So and then
0: he gets abducted by the Tuscan Raiders. So, Dad, if you're if you're watching or listening to us right now, or watching us right now, you're getting some spoilers, man. You're gonna get some spoilers, but it's definitely wor- still worth watching. So he gets abducted by the Tuscan Raiders, and then and then he gets you know stuck to a uh, stuck to a, a, a stick. But then we go we flash back forward again to now when he's meeting all the people. All the people that are coming to pay tribute to him, right? So we we've left the back to tank, mm-hmm. right? And we get our mm. shot of, of him dressing, him <laughs> him getting
1: all dressed, and he's got all these robots that are literally just there to get his armor on, which I think is it's pretty rad the way they kind of do it. Yeah. And did you notice that very clearly in the past year? They said to Tamir Morrison, "Listen, the dad bod is nice."
0: but it's, it's not, not going to do it's it. It's not Boba Fett bod, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, because cause he had very clear dad bod. That was like the big thing was the dad bod vibe. Dad he bod got. Boba Fett, and yeah. And he is, he is flat as yep, an iron board. He has board.
0: definitely uh, worked out a little bit since, and since I think, the end of The Mandalorian. I think that's
1: what that scene, I think when we were watching it, my uh, Pagan, who is a, a, you know, a Bantha Milk, all star at this point. I think she said, "All right, so so we need this scene to to show that he's not he, he he lost some weight." He lost
0: some weight. Um and also did you notice and we saw it at the end of the season of the end of uh, the Mandalorian also. The color scheme is slightly different than than what it was for uh, his armor. For his armor. His okay. color his armor color scheme is different. It's more the his jumpsuit that he wears is black, black or before yes. it was gray. You mean in the older... In the older... Yeah, when he was on on Empire and, right. and yes, Re- yes. Return and, of the Jedi.
1: And so what's interesting, too... So I don't want to interrupt, but you you mentioned his jumpsuit. When I, when I was growing up, I never noticed the fact that the armor was just like pieces of metal on top of like a sweatsuit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I, I appreciate the fact that they, they observed that and went, yeah, we can probably maybe polish this up a yeah, little yeah <laughs> yeah
0: um so so black brown boots the color schemes there's a little bit more orange in the knee guns compared to the yellow of before um i think it, it pays tribute to his time with the tuscans if if yeah. you think back to the six to the to the tuscan leader and his wife who beat him up in the in the one scene right um that's the same color scheme that those Tuskins have, yeah. so I feel that it was it's a, it's an homage to the Tuskins, and we'll probably see some. It would be pretty cool to see some Tuskins uh, working with him in the future. Yep. Or and
1: and this is jumping a little ahead, but it, it ties in here. You know, the big theme of of this first episode, I think, is is his approach, uh, and 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 I think his. His time, we'll find in the next couple episodes that his time with the Tuscan Raiders informs that a lot because several yeah. times throughout that, like, just you know, you're talking about we're, we're moving into this this part of the episode where they're doing the paying homage, uh, and we we're gonna we got to talk all about that because there's lots of stuff happened. But the big thing, I think, the big revelatory thing there that's gonna have an impact on his his character is how he treated the Gamorreans. Right. Right. Because, you know, Fennec clearly said, hey, we should kill these two. And, yeah. And you need to lead with an iron fist. And that's going to be another thing that, that's going to be a, a battle all season. Right. Is how you lead. Um, but it was, hey, I want to lead with respect. And we just learned that apparently Gamorians. They respond to that. They, they respond loyal. to respect, Yes, because like they they're were loyal slow, to Jabba, but they yeah they they could have been there a little earlier. <laughs> maybe been there a little um, earlier, <laughs> but they were loyal to Jabba. They were loyal to uh, to Bib Fortuna and Boba. Like saw that and went, all right. Well, clearly they're loyal. Yeah, we, and they were like, yeah, we'll be loyal. Yeah, and, we'll be loyal. And it to paid you off. Yeah, and it and definitely that, paid off. That clearly comes from his time with the Tuscans because later on in the in the episode we see him uh, talking to the people at that club you were talking about, and he says. Uh, if you learn their ways, it will go easier for you. Yeah,
0: uh, and that she said that to him at first. Right. We're talking about you know be more like Jabba. Exactly,
1: but he is using it in a way to connect with the people, and that yes. clearly comes from his time with the with the, the Tuscan Raiders, which is pretty interesting considering how we see Din Djarin right and his time with the Tuskins, and he communicates with them. Yes, so I think we're going to see some really interesting stuff with the Tuscan Raiders, and and I think that chief. Whoever that dude with all the fe- like, you can pretty clearly see the hierarchy in the Tuscan Raiders. Yes, is the the cooler
0: looking you are, probably the the higher the your higher, rank. higher 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 <laughs> you rank. Yes, um, so I think I think definitely think the chief is going to have a lot to do with it. Yeah, um, for sure. So the people that came to pay homage to him or uh, tribute to give him tribute. So the first one that showed up was the Aquilish, and when he when he's first standing there, didn't it look like he was holding a casserole in his hand? A little.
1: <laughs> That's funny you say that, because I think Pagan literally said, like, here, I made this for you. You can put it in your fridge.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, I made you. I this made is you... my wife's
1: famous uh, hot dog mac and cheese. It's a Rachel Ray recipe.
0: <laughs> There's 14
1: different cheeses in it. <laughs> and she makes it with beer. She which, ma- it's, it's delicious. Real it's really good. The trick is you got to caramelize the onions first. <laughs> So anyway, so anyway good, on, good on this guy. Yeah, bringing so him a nice so pot, he brings him a nice casserole, which
0: you open up and is full of coins, which is a better a better uh, casserole than I guess a hot dog mac and cheese casserole will be. Yes. The second guy is a Trandoshan, which although
1: my wife makes a great hot dog mac and cheese, okay, like legit, outstanding. One of my favorite things she makes.
0: There you go. Well, shout out to Pagan. Yes, indeed. Um, the second guy is a Trandoshian, who, by the way, was played by. The director of this show, uh, who Rob is looking up right now. I'm trying to yeah, trying to find mm-hmm. his name. Darn it, Robert well, Rodriguez. Robert
1: Rodriguez. All right. Well, and and just an interesting note about Trandoshans. because Trandoshans are like one of those characters and and uh, species in Star Wars that's been around for a long time. I really like that they're like keeping true to how these alien species are supposed to be yes because like the whole Trandoshan thing and we I think probably the first Trandoshan we see in the series is what's the Bosque, is yeah, Bosque, Bosque. Is name? Yeah, Bosque. yeah so the Bounty Hunter bosk is like the our first intro into into Trandoshans and much like anything in Star Wars it was like hey 1982 Let's make a funny looking alien that looks like a lizard. That looks like a lizard, a and lizard alien a person. Yeah, it turns into this big thing. But but since then we learned that Trandoshans are this this interesting race that like have this honor code and their mm-hmm. their whole thing is about the hunt and they're always looking to hunt that next big game. Yeah, uh, and so it was cool to see like this Trandoshan who's like a like a political leader and. Uh, Boba said something like, you know, eat Trandoshans, even when they're like welcoming you or something, they, it still sounds, it sounds like, a, like threat. a threat or yeah. something. <laughs> uh,
0: said, may so may it, you never leave Moss. Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. Right.
1: <laughs> um, so, uh, it's cool that they're, they're like, again, I think that John Favreau and definitely Dave Filoni played some, uh, Knights of the Old Republic and the Old Republic yeah. and like read their books and do the did their uh and you
0: might notice I have a shirt
1: here that says moss Eisley. I know it's not modest Espa,
0: but you know, right but it's on. it's still the same town um, uh, or same planet. Yes. And and I didn't know what he brought. I was like, "What is all that fur that he brought?"
1: I thought it might be a Wookiee pelt.
0: Yeah, it was a Wookiee pelt. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then when I I read about it and then I looked the second time and you could see like legs and arms yeah, yeah so, so it was definitely a wookie pagan pelt. said the same
1: thing is like here here's just this random rug i'm like i think i think that's a wookie pelt <laughs> yeah
0: i thought i thought it was a uh, uh like a bantha tail or something sure. like that i was like oh he's bringing him a bantha tail i don't know what the sy- what the symbolism of that is but okay yeah. and, but they, yeah. and they and they
1: use the word daimyo Several yes. times, right? So I guess we learned today that Daimyo was what Jabba was, the Daimyo. The Daimyo. And that that's like the crime lord. Yes, right? he's like the godfather. Right, godfather. exactly. Godfather. The
0: godfather. Yes. Uh, could have been
1: a, con- wait, not
0: that. Could have been a no, contender or something else. That was right? a different, that was a completely different, yeah. Right, uh, so it's was godfather. Godfather is. Uh, I made him an awful. I couldn't old juice. That's right. Uh, take the take the gun. Take the canola. or leave the gun. Take the canola. That's right. Uh, so, and then we see that the mayor comes in. Well, not really the mayor. No, his major domo. His major domo right? shows up. His
1: his right hand man. His his guy Friday.
0: So he was funny because he was like they were like oh we, we were under was the impression. Was he another impression. Twi'lek? He was a Twi'lek. Okay, I thought so. It was played by David Pasquale. Okay, and he was actually he was in Veep and Curb Your Enthusiasm and Groundhog Day, so he's a he's a pretty established comedic actor. Sure, uh, and I liked, I liked his mannerisms. He was very yeah, he, over the top. Some,
1: so I think that he was very clearly trying to like portray this this like showy politician. Like this is the. Clearly, the Major Dome of the Mayor, which means he's the one who interfaces with the public. Right. So he's, like, putting on this show of being affable and... And, 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 and royalty. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, but, like, at the same time, these veiled threats of, you can expect another delegation. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we're not known with you yet, Fett. Yeah. You
0: know, like, I like... He was like, oh... I can see how you would be confused by our correspondence that you would think the mayor would come, but I'm here. Right. And he's like, well, where's where's the tribute to us? Uh, the mayor just says that, you know, he's not going to give you any. And that's when uh, Fennec says, you know, oh, you know, you'll be sent to Jabba's menagerie for for threats like that. That's true. Um, which you know, everybody's like, oh, well, we know about the one Rancor, but apparently there's got to be had, more. Yeah, apparently menagerie
1: ones. is, you know, it it gives the impression of there's got to be more than just one more than just one which and, which again they've got to be there still. Right. So maybe we'll get to see some of Jabba's menagerie. Cause yeah.
0: Maybe there's somebody still hidden downstairs right? or, or left. over. Not the Rancor, though. Not the Rancor. He I mean, is he's gone. He's gone. He's, yeah. yeah. Because we uh, saw the, the whoever the what was his trainer's name? Oh, whatever. that's gonna annoy me. Uh, we saw him crying, but yeah. So then I did like the uh, the major Malaki. Demo. Yes, he was crying. He was sad.
1: Malakili, that's what it is. Uh, so Reese jumped in into the conversation because we were chatting about the uh, uh, Man- the Tuscan Raiders. He says, "I love how the Mandalorian and uh, Book of Boba Fett are diving into the culture of the Tuscan Raiders." I have to think. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, wild turkey. I have to think that their experience with Boba influences their interaction with Mando. So that's something I didn't think about: is that they're interacting with Boba, you know, let's call it oh. five or six A B Y. We don't see Mando interact with them until, let's say, five or six years later. Yeah. So maybe their interaction with Mando, with with Din, when when he's giving them some sign language and stuff is informed by the fact that they already over the past years have have cultivated some sort of a relationship with another Mandalorian. Sure. Um, you never know. That's a pretty interesting thought. Or even even
0: just over the time that between the two of them together they've established a good here and there and back and forth. I think I think it's
1: safe to say that like the the thesis around the, the Tuscans is not necessarily that these two interacted with the Tuscans and that that makes it's that everyone sees them as, as animals and sees them as others, but they're not, they're just a, they're different. They're different. Yeah. And these are two characters that
0: we've seen so far that have approached them in that way. And not right. just as, Oh, bad. Yeah. Cause when too. we saw whatever the idiot's name was from Fennec Shad's episode of the Mandalorian.
1: Oh yeah. That guy who like badmouth star Wars afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget what his name oh, was, Yeah,
0: but he, he was like, Oh you know they're jerks. They're blah blah blah, and that's when Mando was like, "Well, they think you're the jerk, and you're blah blah blah." So, um, yeah, so so they're at least showing us other other ways around that the um, the Sand People, the Tuscan Raiders, may not all be all that bad. Um, they're just misunderstood. Sure. So uh, then we go in. Then Toro uh, Toro Calican. Toro Sorry, Calican, man, yeah. I, that was
1: going to annoy me. But Jake Jake Cannavale was the guy who played yes. Toro Calican. And I
0: wonder what he's been in since then.
1: Uh, let's see. Not much. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you don't bad mouth yeah. uh, the Disney overlords after they give you a, yeah, a spot. They give you a nice spot. Yeah, 2019, and, and- The Mandalorian. Uh, and he's not been anything since 2019. Mm-hmm. So, Good if for you're him. listening, Jake Cannavale, don't be such a jerk.
0: Yeah, man. Um. So yeah. So then we see Boba Fett strolling through town. Uh, we see some gonk droids and some oversized droids and things like that all around. Oh, and then did you see the the dog like droids that were walking around and doing a little dance type thing in in the um. Which one? There were four of them. The lady was like herding these four droids.
1: Okay, I don't think I caught that.
0: Um, as they were walking in, before they went to the, uh, before they went to the bar that Max Rebo was in, there were these four dog-like droids that were like prancing around. Okay, they're real droids by Boston Dynamics. Uh, oh,
1: it's those dog, those weird-looking Boston Dynamic dog droids. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I've if-
0: seen like they actually used
1: those droids. For like police work and stuff, it's the strangest thing. Yeah, man.
0: they're they're definitely they're they're starting to use them more and more, and and there was they have like humanoid versions also, and they were showing like videos of like showing how they react, right? And it was crazy because this one guy had like a hockey stick, and the guy was the droid was picking up a box, and he hits it with a hockey stick and knocks it out of his hand. Okay, and the droid like stops, and realizes that it's missing, and then. Bends back down, picks it back up again. He hits it out of his hand again. You're like, you you, you start to feel bad for the sure, droid. You're sure. like, stop torturing this droid. <laughs> and then they're trying to like knock it over, and it's showing like how it can it can adjust its balance and stuff. So like that. So is it
1: literally just like a like a like a cameo for Boston Dynamics? Pretty just much, like yeah. Be, that's yeah. pretty rad. Right. That's cool. So
0: they've been doing they were they did like a halftime show at. Um, Either a college football game or college basketball game. Was recently? it
1: the, the droid that literally does flips and stuff and like does um, obstacle courses? Because Boston Dynamics has maybe. a droid that does yeah. obstacle
0: courses. Yeah, it literally does flips and runs. It's a it's it's, out uh, of it's this unbelievable. World. Yeah, so they're definitely Boston Dynamics is going to have these droids that take over the world. But so yeah,
1: I don't want to I don't want to distract too much from it, but we have a comment on our YouTube channel, and I just want to point to it. It says, "Oh my gosh, you guys are so hot." especially the guy in the glasses, (laughs) right? Oh, wait, let me put
0: my glasses back on. (laughs) That's right. Must have been talking about me. Must have been. Must have been talking Uh, about me. I don't know who
1: that is.
0: Oh, wait, let me see the name here. What Uh, does it say? It's okay. That's weird. It has a similar similar name to one of our hosts who happens to wear glasses. Don't even worry about that. But but Uh
1: thank you very much to that random and completely unsolicited. Yeah. Uh, YouTube user yeah. for 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 your enjoyment of Thanks our show. Thanks
0: for uh, smashing the like, subscribe, smash like, comment, subscribe, yeah, just down comment here below, down right? below. Do all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. So we see we see the Boston Dynamic Droids. We see him. Then he walks into the bar that we talked about numerous times. Max Rebo's in there, so he's out of. Is that Max Rebo? Are we sure? We're, we're. I mean, how many other blue elephant people do you know that play pianos? I mean. I, it's Star Wars. There could be others. I don't want to. I don't want to like
1: say that you know all blue elephant people look alike.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, all Yodas look alike. Well, there's I mean, only that's, there's, there's only two so far. That two and Yaddle, so yeah. that's three. Yeah. Um, but uh, I actually I loved the so, band. Like it, yes. it just tickled me. So everybody says that it's Max Rebo. Hopefully it is. Uh, Rebo's band was rocking Jabba's palace, and now he's back. And the uh, the other guy, there was a droid playing drums. By the way, I don't know if you saw that or not. That That's funny. what,
1: you see, I actually have written in my notes, uh, band exclamation point. And I, I write these things down going, I hope later I remember what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't until you just mentioned that. There you go. The droid, the droid drummer The was my favorite part. <laughs> it was so funny seeing that little R2 the little, unit with, the with like thing. the little, uh-huh. like all one different One was coming setups. out of his
0: head. He was like drumming one out of his head. It, it was, was perfect. Funny. Yeah. I need a couple of those for my band. I yes. Think. So here are all the people. Madame Garcia's uh, Sanctuary... Madame Garcia flips sanctuary boasts whip right. flip Uh boasts his own collection of species and robots from Star Wars history. An RX pilot droid from Star Wars Rebels is acting as a croupier which is the the one that I was saying was also in um, uh, Star Wars the, uh, while a hassock serves drinks to C3 to a C3PO meets ra7 protocol droid. R4 and R5 units are busily assisting customers, which includes an Advose, recognizable by the horn, a Melbu, first featured in Solo, A Star Wars Story, who's loitering outside the Neiman Outpost, constable, and a group of Jawas. So those are some of the people that we saw in the um, cantina. All right. And then we saw the—it the, the, uh, was funny when she was like, oh, should we take your helmets to polish them up? That was a great line.
1: Uh, honestly, yeah, well, it did seem like a little bit of a double entendre there. Yeah. Um, but also, like, when he did that, when they did that, I'm like, it doesn't seem smart to give your Mandalorian helmet to this random person. No. And then when they brought him back, I'm like, oh, I guess I get it now. I get it now, yeah. yeah and but, she
0: was funny. She was like, yours seem more shinier than yes. mine. <laughs> uh,
1: but I didn't even really notice, because the problem is I was writing notes. So, oh, like, that. I look up, I see coins, I look down, and then uh, – Fennec has her helmet on, and in the next scene, I'm like, but what about the coins? And Pagan's watching next to me. She goes, oh, no, that was the joke. Yeah. She didn't have the coins. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense, yes. Um, <laughs> but Reese says, apparently, when the music was playing, and I actually did have to stop and turn on the subtitles, and it was when they said the word daimyo. Okay. Uh, I, I realized I didn't have the subtitles on, and I always like to watch these, especially new things with subtitles on, so yes. I don't miss anything. Uh-huh. Um, but he says, apparently, Disney's subtitles called the music Cantina Variation." Oh, okay. Which to me as a as a learned musician says that it is a variation on the cantina the band. The original cantina band. Right? Okay. So I would need I I think I think we might need a musical variation. Reese, uh I think I'm going to leave that to you. I would like Reese maybe give me give me just a nice musical breakdown and maybe we'll I don't know. Let's feature you. My my friend Reese there, he's a he's a great sax player okay. uh, of of cantina variation and the what's that that's called right there is called passing the buck
0: that's right that's that's uh delegating yeah <laughs> that's
1: delegate that delegation is a better way to say there you passing go the buck, yes uh but anyway so we have our our little chat
0: they get their their little gold coins and then they walk out they back walk into out, the public and, and, then, and the
1: gamorians apparently stopped for a smoke break or something so
0: so as they leave the gamorians are right behind them right they step out of the cantina both Gamorreans stop at the cantina door. I don't know what they're protecting. Now they're protecting the cantina and not them for some reason. They take like 10 more steps and the Gamorians are like, we're just going to hang out back here a little bit. It's okay. And then they get surrounded by the red, uh, by just red, dudes with shields. Yeah. With really cool shields. Yeah. Uh, my son kept pointing out that it was it, a lot of the tech reminded him <laughs> of a lot of the, uh, in the Marvel movies. um, The same shields that the Black Panther. uh, Oh, like Wakanda. Wakanda shields. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so he's watching and he goes So maybe over.
1: this is our link to the Marvel Universe. There This we is go. where we can springboard in. Yes. And they're just going to print money now. They will.
0: They, because now we have a Marvel Listen, Star Wars. we've got Wars. multiverses happening.
1: Right. So why can't there be a Star Wars multiverse?
0: Exactly. That has Wakanda people in it. Why not? And the Wakanda people are giving them their... their uh, Would you call them Wakandans? Wakandans? Wakandians? Wakandians? I think Wakandans? I think Wakandans. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So they get surrounded. Now, this whole fight scene... It's superfluous because he could have just said, I'm going to fly above you and... He has a jetpack on. Like, what are you doing, man? Hey, I can't go forward. No. I can't go back. I hit... Left or right. I launched rockets from my wrist to a shield that's five feet away from me and knocked me over. I dropped my helmet... Little Jawas and kids in the in the street grab the coins, but don't take the Mandalorian helmet. No Beskar. Beskar.
1: Oh yeah, man, a Beskar, a
0: priceless yes metal. Yes. Nope. Leave that. Take all the coins, which I get kind of sure. You take they, the coins. they don't know it's Beskar necessarily. Right. Sure. But if you're gonna take the coins, take the helmet with it. Why not take the whole thing? Right. Why um, take them out when you just grab the helmet and run? Yeah, because because if you know that he's the domo, if you know that he's the boss, sure. And you're gonna take the coins from the boss. Then, if you're going to, you know, he's going to come after you for the coins, then might as well take the helmet also because he's going to come after you regardless, whatever the case is. So then, Gamorians are nowhere to be found for a good two minutes of the fight. I
1: think the point of them not being there, I guess, was for them to be the Deus Ex Machina of like. Hey, remember when Boba Fett shouldn't have done this thing? It
0: paid off. When he didn't have what do they call it? His uh Oh Rob's Rob
1: rarely cracks ah. it Oh, he's doing it again. Oh, you caught that one that time. All right. Rob rarely cracks into a second one during We're the only show.
0: halfway through this this episode. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh man.
1: Get ready. Hold on to your butts. But so, yeah, Um, again, I think the big like that was a sin. Like I think about this every now and then where like I I watch some I'm watching a show and I go, I can't enjoy this because I think too much about why they do things. Yes. Like it's very clear that the Gamorreans showed up at the last second as a big emotional payoff for Boba trusting them and giving them another chance. Yes, And that's supposed to be like another yet another version of him going, learn their ways and respect their culture and let the sand people think. But like. It was very clearly done for dramatic effect, and it kind of took me out of the moment a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on. I'm like, first off, you could have jet-packed, jetpacked up and over them, yep. and then rocket launched them. And from... this is
1: after we've already seen him go crazy Yeah. in The Mandalorian. So in we know the Mandalorian. this isn't before that. We know he's already a we beast. Know,
0: yeah, we know he's a beast. So he could have done that. He's taken all these fights and stuff. And then... and then, um. So then the Gamorreans come, they help him out, they they get out of the fight, but three of them start to run away. Three of the bad guys start to run away. Right. One of them runs away and he uses his rocket launcher and blows him up right against the yeah, wall.
1: Yeah, he just he's just gone. There there's there's a rocket, there's an explosion, and there's no more person. Right. And then <laughs> it's, it's just gone.
0: Dust is just dirt there. And then Fennec jumps up onto the wall the way they did, and he says, keep him alive. alive. Which, All he said is a line, alive.
1: which is a pretty cool way to say it. It, but.
0: it is, but it, it made Trey laugh because he was like, he just blew that yeah. guy up. Hey, hey, <laughs> I, I already blew one up. <laughs> we only got two left. We, keep at least one of them. And then the next scene, I could only explain. Hopefully you can hear this. Let's see if you can hear it. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> Michael! Parkour, parkour. This is parkour. Internet sensation of 2004 And it was in one of the Bond films. It's pretty impressive. Backflip Gainer. Backflip gainer. As creatively gainer! As so technically they are doing parkour as long as point A is delusion and point B is the, the hospital. hospital. The hospital. Ah! Ah! Parkour
1: Parkour parkour! Parkour
0: parkour. Get off. get off! Get off me! My car. Get off! Get off! <laughs> get off. Okay, Mark uh, oh, jump, over. jump over the camera! Jump over the camera! Jump over the camera! And he <laughs> just walks right next to it.
1: So okay, I should say that pa- Pagan is in chat right now. Okay, and she's very upset with you for
0: swearing. Oh yes, I'm Cause, so cause sorry. Because
1: Pagan is perhaps our our number one offender of swearing yes. on our
0: podcast. So I'm going to have to cut that out when we go to the actual podcast where I swore, but I yeah. hit the wrong button. Yep, demerits. Yeah, if, if
1: you're listening to us on, on a podcast app right now, if you want to hear Rob, <laughs> our own Rob, yep. drop, drop such profanity, mm-hmm. you can catch it on our all-exclusive no-holds-barred YouTube page. That's right.
0: So the next scene, they go... Parkouring across the rooftops of Moss Espa. Indeed. And the whole time, all I could think of was the office parkour. Sure. I was like, okay. And I think it went, it was interesting. But I'm watching it going, okay, they purposely put that there so they could jump off of that. Yeah. They purposely put that there so they could jump off of that um and it just went back to to uh Jim's quote about parkour being the internet sensation of 2004 Yeah it's been almost 20 years now. Yeah that was in 2008 when that episode yep. of of office was and it's now 2021 Maybe give us something different. Give us something different than we some parkour gotta, we action. Don't, we don't got
1: to run across rooftops anymore. Yeah. It's not Assassin's Creed. It's
0: not Assassin's Creed. So I was like, oh man. So that let me down. But I mean, we saw Fennec, and she looked cool doing the parkour and beating the guys, and it was fun at the end when she uh, kicked the one guy over the wall. Yes, <laughs> and she was and like, like, all right, I only need one of you. I only so need he's one. Gone. He's, he's gone. gone so I'm going to save you. So I'm uh, taking you back.
1: But that that led us uh, back
0: into. Uh, the back to tank, the back to tank, right? yes. Which, which is our, our apparently our link to the past. Yes. So my thing about the back to tank is is Boba Fett dying.
1: I mean, it's clear that something's wrong with him, right? Because usually you don't just sleep in a back to tank if you're if you're all good, so, right? So that either the Sarlacc really messed him up, or we haven't seen what's messed him up yet. Is yeah, to come um but he got in this fight and then all of a sudden they had to drag him back to to the palace to jabus palace him into the back yeah. to which by the way was a very public thing which yes which in this sort of of like society society probably is not going to go over well
0: no because it shows weakness right um of him having to be drug off by his two augnots so right. Uh, It will be interesting to see if if there is any any uh, backlash from that, right? Which will compound
1: onto the fact that he was not on a litter. Right, and they said, "Oh, right. you should be riding in a litter <laughs> to make yourself seem like royalty." So not only was he walking on his own, but he got his ass handed to him by like some some shieldy some boys. thugs. Some shieldy thugs, yeah. yeah. So uh,
0: it was funny when the girl, when the the ruler of the uh, ruler of the owner of that club, when club, she yeah. was like, he was like, "Oh, I'm not on a litter." Oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, right. "I like to walk on my own two feet." She yep. was like. Whatever. To be fair, Jabba didn't have his own two feet. To be fair, no, Jabba did not have any feet at all. I say to be fair a lot, huh? To be fair. What is that? That is from uh, a TV show on Hulu from Canada called Letter Kenny. (laughs) Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. It's really good, it's a good comedy. And every time somebody says "to be fair," everybody else in the room goes "to be fair." Okay, and then they they keep going back and forth with it. So I want if you're in the chat, if you watch Letter Kenny, and when Nick says "to be fair," everybody's with me. To be fair, now
1: Pagan does mention something interesting in the chat that I have not really thought about. Is she said that they moved differently than Fenix? She was more clunky, and they were more graceful. Uh, but I don't think anyone's really talking about like oh they got attacked, but like. I am assuming we're going to find out who they got attacked by at some yeah, point, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, right now, I mean, I didn't even think about it. I'm just like, "Oh, he got attacked." Like right. I, and okay. But like um, there, clearly someone said there was dudes.
0: if is talking about the chat, um he must have left. Um if Avengers Hockey is still in the chat, um when we play Star Wars Galaxies, the red a crimson dawn maybe. Yeah maybe they're part of crimson dawn i don't know because crimson dawn is oh and um what's his name ryan airy when he he broke down the one of the trailers sure and the the girl who runs the cantina had a circle with a line through it which is a sideways version of the crimson dawn right logo so wondering if they're if that is Crimson Dawn since they are red. Sure. Um, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we'll see more Crimson Dawn. Maybe we won't. It would be pretty cool if we did. Right. Um, so. But then we're in the back to tank. Back in the back to tank. We're moving
1: forward because Nick is on his second whiskey and he has to pee. There you go. Um, but we're in the back to tank and we get, of course, our, uh. uh so Avengers Hockey says Crimson Marauders. Crimson Marauders,
0: yes. So okay, they're they're the ones from Star Wars Galaxies as Crimson Marauders, yes.
1: Interesting. So I, I think it's fair to say based on Mandalorian and everything that, that either Dave or John are, or have done at least a little homework on, on Star Wars
0: Galaxies. Yes, because um, there's been quite a few references to things in Star Wars Galaxies. The Tusken, uh, or not the Tusken, the uh, the sand, uh, what was the giant thing they killed at the end of the Mandalorian? There's, oh, the crate Dragon. Crate Dragon, yeah, mm-hmm. Crate Dragons are in there and, and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so back to the flashback, because Nick has to pee. Yes. Um, so, first of all... Oh, well, pit- do you want to do this? If you want... We could take a commercial break right now. Oh, a commercial break would be perfect. All right. So we'll take a a short
1: commercial break while Nick goes to pee.
0: Yes, we'll do that.
1: So I got to ask, Rob, a couple things. Number one, I found this $2 bill in your sink. Oh, yeah,
0: that's my daughter's. Why was it in
1: the sink in the restroom?
0: I don't know. She, she, I don't know. It must have been in, like, pants when she went to the laundry room or something. And then, um,. Left it on, it was on the sink, and then it must have fallen into the sink. So okay, well, here's your $2 you bill It's back. a $2 bill. Um, Pagan says we're
1: sellouts for taking a uh, commercial brick. So, so while you
0: were gone, I told them to write, write stuff, and I'll say whatever they write. Interesting. So it took them a while to get to that. Okay,
1: so Pagan wrote something.
0: What did Han Solo say to the to the waiter who recommended the haddock? What did what did I don't know, Pagan? What did, Han Solo, what did Han Solo say to the waiter say? who recommended the haddock? First, oh, never sell me the cods. Oh, oh no, that was. By the oh, Beard of boy. Zeus. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Ron Burgundy. All oh, right, so now Peggin. Nick is back. <laughs> we're back from commercial, and we're back! That's right. Yeah, so
1: um, a uh, fun fact there, only once before in our 53-now episode history have, we had, have to stop? we had to stop to to let someone pee, and that was Chris.
0: Chris was the first one, and uh, now Nick and is, now is the second Nick one. Nick is the second one, right? That's right. So. Okay, so we're back to the flashback, and as a flashback, the young Tuscan now drags off Boba Fett and the Trandoshian, the, the Ron, Ronian um, Rodian. Rodian he just drags them away to, yep. and we're like where are we going as they're dragging away they see this uh, this oh, it's called a house, compound, whatever you want to call it homestead is what they call it sure. and when I first saw it I was like oh, are we seeing, the? is this the Lars homestead, or are we seeing the people kill uh, Luke Skywalker's parents or uncle, and I was like, I would have been too Too late for that, right? Yeah, I was like, oh no, wait, this is way too late because this is this is after Return of the Jedi, but basically what it is is showing that you know this is the um, the mining collective is going around and is that what that that was? Yeah, the the double L's was supposed to be the mining collective. All right, which we saw them down or either south or north, wherever Cod 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 Vance little little town was. So, yeah, so they look like the mining collective that was coming and, and uh, beating up people and taking over. Since since right now there's not a, you know, the, since Jabba's death, everybody is, you know, fractured out into all sure. these little small groups and stuff.
1: I, I do want to mention, by the way, that, like, apparently the sand people employ their children to be prison guards.
0: <laughs> like, what is that? It's a rite of passage. Like, hey, you, you get to watch hey, the Hey, Timmy,
1: do me a favor and watch this mm-hmm. violent uh stranger that we have tied up to the sticks
0: outside. Yep. You and your dog, your little yeah. pet.
1: Freaking you and Bowser. Bowser. Bowser the, the Moffat. I,
0: I found that terrifying Mantiff. reptilian
1: creature way cuter than I should have.
0: <laughs> when he was laying down and sleeping and his arms were under his face and then he opens his eyes, he looks super cute. Yeah. I'm not going to lie.
1: And then he starts growling. And then he starts growling and he starts less attacking. Cute. Yeah, less, less cute. cute. Uh, called a massive. By massive. The way. That's a massive. it. Massive.
0: Yes. So then, uh, so then Boba Fett, uh, he says the word youngling at one point in yes, time. Yes. Yes. Um, so then the, the little fella takes him out to find, um, Water, water berries? Water berries? I don't know what the hell those <laughs> things are. Like, hey, a couple inches under the sand, there's these
1: weird berries filled with water. Yep. Dig with your hands with while your I hands. take a nap.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lay here on a little bit of a berm or am so. in the shade just a little bit while you're out in the in the baking two suns, uh, which, by the way, could they give uh, Boba Fett some sunscreen? Like, I understand, but come on, give the guy some sunscreen. Like, yeah. his skin was healing off. Yeah, yeah, he's all.
1: Aside from the fact that I'm sure some stomach acid seeped into that armor. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: So it's a combination he of both. He was all just wearing that sweatsuit underneath the armor at the time. Yeah, his onesie. Uh, so he said younglings, and then, you know, of course, killing younglings and Revenge of the Sith, we think of that.
1: I do want to bring up Chris, who we. we Chris, we just mentioned to you. Yep. By the way, Chris is in the chat. There you go. Uh, He says that creature is approximately one third of a Lester, Lester being my my dog. (laughs) Uh, But Chris, we just mentioned you because we just had our second ever occurrence of someone having to leave the stream to to go to the restroom, and that was me. First ever being you. you. So welcome, Chris. Uh, Pagan says that it was a crocodile, which I guess is a crocodile mixed with a labrador. There you go. uh, Which I get. Yeah, Yeah, that makes, that makes sense.
0: So then, um, as we're digging for sand berries, we happen to find a six or four armed, six-footed what is that thing? Lizard monster that just happens to sleep just barely under the sand as well. Yeah, and like
1: I, this this Rodian like deserves everything he got. Yeah, his like, Rodian was a Hey, jerk. let me keep digging. Hey, what's this scaly thing? Oh. Might as well keep digging. I'm going
0: to keep digging. I'm going to see what it is. Because it doesn't look like bones. It doesn't look like it's something dead. It looks like maybe Scales. it's a maybe it's a giant alligator. Let's keep on. Un... I wonder if he's friendly. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's a good guy. Uh, yeah. So it was very.
1: He reminded me of Goron from uh, Mortal Kombat. Yes. Or was it Goro? Whatever it was with the four arms.
0: Well, yes. Yeah. So this they're saying that it's it's a, a, a throwback to Jason and the Argonauts, which were hugely influential upon a young George Lucas. OK. um,
1: Is that a new creature we saw? We saw they didn't I've never take, seen it before. I mean, yeah. If, if and, you're out there, Doug, if you're listening and you want to fact check us here, I don't know if that's been yeah. a Star Wars creature before. And
0: even, I tried looking it up on Wikipedia and they didn't have a name for it I actually, either.
1: I think I said to Pagan as we were watching, this is a weird Star Wars creature. Like, it, it was very different yes. than a lot of the wild sort of animal creatures yeah. we've seen in the past. Yeah.
0: And it was More clunky, humanoid, kind of... Yeah. Humanoid, but with extra arms. Yeah. And it almost looked like when you Pegan have... Pagan says the Scorpion King. That's exactly what it reminded me yes. of. The Rock and the Scorpion King. The Rock King. and the Scorpion King, yes. Uh, it uh, it kind of looked like when you have um, in a cartoon three kids sitting on each other's shoulders yes. in a trench coat, in a trench coat. <laughs> so, so they can get into the R rated movie or whatever. Um, that's what he kind of looked like. It was very, very clunky, very weird. And then um I guess you noticed that the chain had extra spikes on it. So that helped out as well. With Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it was, it was a hundred percent Chekhov's gun situation because yeah. uh, earlier in the scene, Uh, Boba mentioned to the Rodian, I could choke you with these chains. Yeah. And then at the end of the scene, we have Boba... Choke something with those. With cha- those so that chains. was that was a hundred percent Chekhov's gun. Like, hey, this gun will go off by the end of the scene. By the you end know of the mean? scene,
0: you're going to see this. We're going to use this for something.
1: And Chris is mentioning too that the creature reminded him a little bit of the
0: Kraken from the original Class of the Titans, and it moved a little claymation like. It did move claymation like, and somebody else said that online also that it was kind of claymation esque, but it was from what I could tell very CGI. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that um, that moment seemed oddly. CGI for a filoni Favreau
0: sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and it and clunky, very yeah. very clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another scene earlier in the uh, when uh, Boba Fett first escapes and starts to run away from from the tusk. Yeah, he's
1: running real weird, right? That
0: whole scene with him running and the dog chasing him. All CGI and yeah. really weird running Yeah, too. his
1: running is like it seems. And I think I remember Pagan saying like, oh, well, he was just
0: tied up and stuff, which is like a fun little excuse. But it just seemed. No, weird. it seemed. Yeah, it was very it was like they. Oh, we need 10 more seconds. Let's yeah. throw this in here.
1: And the other thing Pagan mentioned is that when he does actually wind up choking that. Uh, monster, it is very akin to Leia choking ha- uh, yes. Jabba. Yes. And you even get a little bit of the tongue sort mm-hmm. of kind of going all twitchy and stuff. So, And
0: at that part, it almost looked like throwback to your uh, Money Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Very bad puppeting yep. in guy wearing a puppet suit, Godzilla-esque. Yep. Um, just a dude in a Godzilla suit walking around small buildings.
1: Yeah, it did seem strange. Well, again, it just... I don't for know. for a, uh, an entire episode that was really well produced, it seemed like a weird sort yes. of
0: unpolished scene. Yes, yes, I agree a hundred percent. But but uh, apparently, um. I
1: don't know how they cut the thing's head off. Like, <laughs> but they so managed to get all things the head kid off.
0: had was a stick. Yeah, he didn't have any. It was knives. a pretty clean cut. Too. It was a very clean cut, and I love the kid. Oh, they also he mentioned Anchorhead when he was talking to the right. Denny and mm-hmm. saying so. Like, we're gonna see Anchorhead at some yeah. Point we're for gonna sure. get to see it, and an
1: Anchorhead is a spaceport, isn't it? Yes, so, so it's it it's Starport, yeah. Starport, right? Yes. So well, that's I'd imagine if we mention it again, Chekhov's gun. Yeah, if he mentioned it, we'll see it. And we'll I'd see imagine it. that's where he goes off-world.
0: Yeah, and also like uh, like Moss Espa, I felt looked different than it did now. Maybe I don't. I thought they showed Moss Espa before in other things, but it looked definitely looked a lot different than than what I remember. Maybe I just remember Moss Espa from Star Wars Galaxies. Maybe not being that populated and whatever, but uh, Moss Esper was in Star Wars Galaxies as right. well. Um, so, oh, excuse me. Yes, so that was that. And then the kid at the end... Takes all the credit. Takes all the credit. Look what I did, y'all. He's like, look at the head. Look, I did this, I did this. And then I loved the... Uh, whatever the boss the chieftain. Is, the Chieftain, thank you. Where the Chieftain just stands in front of Boba Fett Takes a drink and hands it to him like, yep. I know he didn't do this. I know you did this. Yep. Here you go. Have some water. Thank you for not letting it kill my son. Right. And uh, letting him take all the credit. It was a little weird, the one scene when, when they came back and Bobo Fett was kind of like smiling, like as the kid took credit for it. Right. I was like, you're still held captive. You're holding your chain. Yeah, this isn't a good situation for you. The kid's taking all the credit for all your work and you're smiling? Like... Yeah, I Uh, would have, I I don't know. I wouldn't have been smiling. I would have been a little angry. Um, But whatever. It was what it was. So that ended the flashback and ended the episode. episode. And again, this just, it could have, it's, if if they wanted to create that
1: same sort of buzz that the Mandalorian made, mm-hmm. that's the moment to have something right. to to hook us. Yes, and there's no hook. There's no. there's like a nice, neat little bow put on the yep. end. It's over now.
0: It's over. That was the first episode. But it like, ended. there's
1: no like like yeah, I want to see it. It's Boba Fett. It's going to be awesome. But like, there's nothing that's like oh my god, I need to answer this question.
0: Right, right. There's no no lingering what ifs right. other than the 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 mayor of Mos Espa. like. Right so we know there's going to be something with that but that's nothing huge like oh my gosh a 50 year old baby what is this bounty hunter going to do with them right you know cuz at the end of the first episode of the the Mandalorian like he could have very easily just given him away got his money and been done with it and yeah there and, was a moral dilemma yeah, that we, had to, that we had to wonder about and there's no moral dilemma in this at all and that's the other thing all.
1: too is that the, you know, Boba Fett is all of a sudden, I, and I, I, I'd i imagine in the next couple episodes we're going to see it change. I, you know, we're only watching this with the lens that we have, but like Boba Fett's a good guy now. Right.
0: Is, is Boba. Cause he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. So like, and he's a crime Lord. He, now he's a crime Lord, so you, which is even more of a bad guy.
1: Can't, they, they've got to start showing us that fine line. Yes. Like is, he can't be a good guy and a crime Lord. Right, and he can be a good guy, really, and have the fans continue to believe he yes. can be a crime lord that that deals in respect and deals in honor. But I think we're gonna need because I even wrote down here the softer side of Fett.
0: Yeah, we're gonna need to see the harder side of Fett yes. at some point mm-hmm.
1: this season if, yeah. if if people are gonna continue to believe it.
0: And it can be all Fennec doing right. all doing all the all the. The enforcement. Enforcement. It's got to be him. He's got to, he's got to, we got to see him get fully healed in the back of the tank or something because we need to see that Boba Fett that we saw wearing a dress at the end of the Mandalorian. Dad bod Boba. Dad bod Boba. We need to see that Boba who goes back and kicks butt and, and whatever. Like so far, all we saw was Boba get beat up, Uh, um, Oh, Moss Espa had the pod racers, pod races in it, in episode so one. So the
1: Boonta Eve Classic is held in Moss Espa, which oh, okay. makes sense. That would make it a more populated city than Moss Eisley or anything yeah. like that. So. Yeah, right. Um
0: So there, so the, yeah. So, all right. Um, and, so, and
1: then that is
0: the end of chapter one, A Stranger yeah. in a Strange Land.
1: So overall, I liked it. Yeah, it was great. It, was, it did not leave me with the same excitement as the premiere to Mandalorian did. Right, It didn't give me the same sort of like, oh, I can't wait till next... I, obviously, yeah. I, I'm excited for next week, but again, I don't have anything to chew on for next week. Nothing
0: to think about, nothing that I'm really wondering about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no big overhang other than yeah. how much of a boss is he going to be or, or whatever. I guess maybe the big thing is is he going to survive? Is that right. is that the big hook at the end of every episode? Is he going to go back into the back to tank at the end of every episode? Oh, that would be an interesting kind of... didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, mm. is, is... But then that would just get boring after a while. Yeah. That's like...
1: I mean, it's, it's the book of Boba Fett, and so far as we know, it's going to be a multi-season thing. So the, right. the question of is he going to survive? Probably. Yeah, because I mean, like, yeah,
0: if we're going to have a second season, then he's not going to die. Yeah. They're not uh-huh. going
1: to have the Book of Boba Fett starring Ming-Na Wen. Right. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> the Book uh, of Fennec. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, all right, well... But that's that's that we finally have yet another episode yeah. in the books of both another live action Star Wars and the Bantha Milk uh, podcast. Yes, so you can pretty much bet that now that we've got some some regular content churned out by Disney Plus, you're going to have some regular content churned out by us at Bantha Milk. Yes, right. So please make sure you are telling your friends about us. Tell your friends, hey, we've got this really great podcast, and Rob We're is growing back. his beard out again. Yes, um, and and they're going to break it down and talk to us about all the the all the fun stuff happening. Um, are they? Do we know? Are they going to be on Tuesdays or are they going to be on Fridays? Do we know? Uh, well I mean
0: when did this come out? This came out on a Wednesday, Wednesday. Right. And that's when all of the MCU stuff was coming out on Wednesdays. But Mandalorian was Fridays. Mandalorian right? was Fridays. Oh, you know what? Let's see. So I can tell Rob's you. Look it up. I can tell you. I can tell you why. That was nice. The book of Boba Fett, thanks. Um so seven episodes. Episode one comes out. December 29th. December 29th. Episode 2, chapter 2 comes out on January 5th.
1: So that's uh, Wednesday.
0: January 5th is another Wednesday. So I guess we're going for Wednesday. Looks like Relations we're going here. for Wednesdays. 5 12 19 26 5 12 19 26. Yep, February 2 and February 9. So coming out on Wednesdays. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. So, we're coming is, at you. It is Wednesday right now, so you can pretty much guess that our our li- our
1: reactions and our our breakdown episodes will be out Wednesday evenings, mm-hmm. uh, barring some sort of catastrophe. Yep. Um and then we will we will be talking all sorts of Star Wars here on on Bantha Milk podcast. Yes, and then we've we got will. a lot of stuff coming up. We've got cash coming out or the andor series we've got the obi-wan series coming soon we got a uh, season three of mandalorian coming soon so we should have a Wait,
0: spoiler alert i know we know when it's coming out do we yep 2022, 2022 that's right <laughs> just like we've known for the past year and a half
1: oh boy uh but that's that's been another episode in the books and i gotta tell you just like always uh much longer than i ever expected to be yep you know we always we have some banter
0: we have a lot of good banter yeah
1: but um Aside from that, do you have any any other news for for the greater good here?
0: Uh, I didn't even look at any news because I was so busy. I watched it three times today. Yeah? Yeah, because I watched it when I got up and then uh, watched it a second time because I wanted to see what I missed. Sure. And then my son came downstairs because he woke up, you know, bright and early at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Sure, good. And said— Winter break. Winter break, yep. And said, hey, did you watch it yet? I said, yes. He goes, oh, well, do you want to watch it again? I said, yes, of course. Yeah. So I've watched. actually I only watched it the one time okay yeah so I'll, I'll have to catch up to you a little bit yeah yeah because I, I wanted to enjoy it once and then take notes a second time gotcha so that, that makes I, sense yeah so that that's what sense. I did instead of Doing so both at one time. Like if you, if
1: you watched and you have any thoughts that we didn't bring up or else or else you have any any comments, concerns, mm-hmm. conundrums, queries for us here at Band the Mill Podcast, oh, please I reach out so. to us. Please we're do. on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We yeah. are on email. We are on MySpace. We are on Zango. We are on LiveJournal. I don't think we're on those last ones. But either way, uh, we're, we're going to be coming at you with, with more uh, Book of Boba Fett action shortly, probably within yep. the next week. And
0: from all of us here at Panther Milk headquarters we have spoken